I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This, this, this is an Intel Studios production. She just told me to shut up, Ben. Um, no, it was because we were discussing cream yeah. and my intake of cream, which I do appreciate is horrific. I don't think it is. Your intake of butter and, <laughs> and honey. The honey thing is just unbelievable. I, but I, I only have honey on my cereal. No, it goes on like toast and or, crumpets. No, only on crumpets. I mean, you only have it for breakfast, but you have yeah. like a week's worth yes. uh, in one go. But that's fine. So I've made you here a syrup sponge pudding from yes. Sainsbury's. Yes. Have you ever had one of these before? No, because I try and avoid these kind of things at all costs. These are unbelievable. <laughs> they are absolutely unbelievable. So there's a spoon. Take a bit. I'm just going to describe it. Yep. It looks like um, a breast... Um, it looks like a sponge breast with a nipple on top and it is made of sponge and the top looks really naughty um, of sort of treacly, that, all the kind of stuff that I would love. Mm. Um, but it's clearly just, oh. you've been really tight with your cream. This is what we were laughing about. Like I said, was he was right, tight yeah, more with cream. the cream. And you said something rude and I said... Pop that in your mouth. What do you make of that? It's really good, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's light and floppy. No, it's and very sweet light. And, I That's mean, really nice. You get these from Sainsbury's. I think they're about £1.50 for, yes. for two. Yeah. You put them in the microwave for a minute. So you microwave it. You don't even have to no. have the stress. What are you doing to me? You're I basically like ruining my I, I can't eat your full life. of these. I should have to share one with one of the kids, you know. But I like custard with it. But I learned something about you that you don't like custard. Well, I never ate it. I was never given custard. Well, could I give you custard? And yes, then you of course try you it? can. I mean, I, you've I, tried I, it, right? I've tried it. I'm not a huge fan, but I'm more than happy. I mean, there's something I know about you. You know, like how some supermarkets would have a kind of, oh. you know, exclusive range. Mm-hmm. So they would do a custard, but they would do like the exclusive Madagascar vanilla custard. Yeah. That costs more that posh people buy because yeah. it makes them feel like. Yep. Even though they like custard, they are getting the poshest custard yeah, there yeah. is. You will never eat the posh custard. Just mm. get, like, give you... It's like when I bought mint sauce and you went, no, Coleman's. Like, I don't want... Don't yeah. Don't get me. I'd got you the fancy... No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do not get me the mint sauce. And oh. you are the same with custard. You'd be birds, am I right? Uh, birds or ambrosia. Ambrosia. In, in a tub. They do them, like, in little yoghurt pots. An ambrosia custard, you can stick that in the microwave for a minute, dump it on top of that that's been in the microwave for a minute, boom, you've got yourself a very exotic pudding. The... <laughs> yeah? Because the other day, I was in a supermarket yeah. thinking exactly about this custard and thinking, ooh, custard, could I like custard? Mm-hmm. I was looking at all the custard and I was thinking, ooh, posh, yeah. Madagascan vanilla custard, I want that. But I, right. thought you, I just thought you wouldn't eat it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> Don't spoil it with little black Look, the bits. cream's gone. I'm getting more cream. Okay. Talk amongst yourself. Now, I always have a tub of cream in the cupboard or in the fridge, just on the off chance that I have to make a carbonara as an emergency meal. And the, mean, you the... are so lucky that you can make carbonara as an emergency... I can't... Carbonara is my cheat meal. Like, carbonara is mm. my... I'm so naughty, oh, I'm going to have as carbonara. A meal. Yeah, like I thought the you said naughtiest... cheap meal. Yeah, no, no, I mean, no. It's cheap, the but... naughtiest. Mm. I... Like it's the meal I have when I'm, you oh, know, no, just oh. going. I'm really going to splash out, and you just. I have one carbonara run... a week. Oh That's God, it. what I would give to have a carbonara! It's got cream, eggs, yes, pasta, it's all... bacon, Lots of cheese, <laughs> cheese. It's all and my pasta. Yeah, all my favourite stuff in um, one meal. But I've always got a cream on the go. You know, instead of I'm eating chickpeas and yeah, 
What the dog is very excited here. It's can because you, we're excited. You think that it can smell? You don't want syrup sponge. I think it can you smell puppy happiness. We are actually recording this week in in my my place. Mm, mm. It's so rare that you're here. It's, mm. it's is it nice? The dog can't believe it, can you? Look at her face. What? Somebody's here. Do you like it? Do you like oh, me yeah, being here? I absolutely love you being here. It's, it's why brilliant. Well, because it's a very masculine house. It's me and two boys, basically. Yeah. So it's basically full of crisps and Coke, <laughs> as in Coca-Cola. <laughs> Syrup puddings. Uh, uh, and the TV is basically just back-to-back. Peepshaw, Alan Partridge, Parks and Recreation, and mm. uh, the Grand Tour with Jeremy Clarkson. So having so a lady... So what are we going to watch tonight? Well, we talked about this earlier. There is, I watched a really brilliant film trailer the other day for The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Yes. And I thought, I've never even seen The Hitman's Bodyguard. Yeah. So it's Ryan Reynolds and Samuel You've L. Jackson. You've got to see it. It's very funny. My kids have seen it and said it's brilliant. But I don't know how it bypassed me. I had it on my laptop for ages. I just never it's got around to it. It's very funny. So would you watch that with me tonight? I will definitely watch it with you. Oh, we'll, okay, uh, we'll recommend it next week because we'll definitely recommend it. It's not even a... Mm. Let's see if we're going to recommend it. I know you're going to love yes. it. Yeah. And um, The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard looks great. So well, we Sam could Hayek's watch that. Salma Hayek. I love Salma Hayek. I love Ryan we're... Reynolds. Salma Hayek's funny. Yes. She's sassy. She's mm. funny. Do you know who she's going out with? Uh, no. The Grand Fromage, I'm saying that because I think he's French, mm-hmm. of Louis Vuitton. What? Is Louis Vuitton a person? No. The, somebody the works big there. Cheat, like the head honcho at Louis Vuitton. Oh, okay. Like so, it, like a squibillionaire. Okay. And she's, she's kind of, you know, does acting but doesn't really need to and she just swans around. Is Louis Vuitton With her, there? like, Louis... sassy. She's so sassy. Yeah, she does look... She's sassy. sassy and she's like sexy. Yeah. And she's she looks like she just would n- just not take any rub. Oh my god, your dog is so sweet. It's got it's, it's put its head on my leg and then it's slightly oh, moaning or whimpering. Yes. Hang on, I'm going to take a picture. Don't. Okay. Take a picture don't, for the don't move for the peoples. I don't know what you want, my love. Oh. Oh, yeah, it is very cute. Okay, go away now. (laughs) Go away now. You've got sweets and things over there, like biscuits and stuff. Go, go, go. That's the half-eaten. I've taken a picture of the uh, pudding as well. Oh, yes, good, good. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to eat any more. You? I'm going to put it over here. Oh, God. I'll put it out of the way. Okay. So, so far we've talked about... I'm going to write this down because it's very helpful. The syrup sponge pudding from... Syrup. Now, they do a raspberry sponge pudding as well. No, not the same. Uh, what I would say is that it's equally good. Oh, really? Uh, to the peoples out there. So I'd highly recommend them that mm-hmm. sometimes on offer. They're by the pancakes, the cream cakes and all of that stuff in the refrigerated area. In the what area? The, did, did I say that wrong? Refrigerated. I said something else. Hitman's wife's bodyguard. Yeah. Um, so okay, to... I've got something brilliant to talk to okay. you about. Okay. I've had a glass of wine and I think okay. that might make me stumble, okay, fumble it's good. around I like a bit. it when you Okay, like. okay. Because normally you are so crisp. Yeah, well. Um, it, and with me and my menopausal brain, I, I, I find it quite intimidating, your crispness. <laughs> Forgive me, um, be crispy tonight. So, this is, this is going to bring you such joy. Mm-hmm. I have found, by accident, on Instagram... A page which you know when you go to the page and you think, what on earth is this about? I am now going to go to the website. Yeah. It's called the Golden Trever Experience.com. The Golden Trever? Yeah. Okay. Rich, golden Retriever. Retriever. Okay. See, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You're okay, Chris. Yes. I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. So I clicked on the Golden Retriever Experience.com. Uh-huh. And I find that. There is a website that will cater for people mm-hmm. that want to go and hang out with a pack of golden retrievers. Wow. Do you know golden retrievers as a breed? I, I do, yes. So you, I get them slightly mixed up with Labradors, but they're like longish yeah, haired long hair, long Labradors. Hair Labradors. Yeah, but yeah. golden retrievers are known as the soppiest, okay. um, most loving, okay. slightly daft, mm-hmm. but really friendly, bouncy. This is sounding like you. <laughs> huh? Soppy, friendly, yes. cuddly. Yes. Yeah, okay, wow. So so then I was like, well, what experience can you have with a pack of golden retrievers? Mm-hmm. So here are the experiences. You can play fetch with a pack of dogs, right? <laughs> so for anybody that doesn't have a dog, yeah. 
If you want to just go and hang out, if that sounds very Japanese, it's the kind of thing that the Japanese yes. would do in their lunch house, yeah. you know, go and hang out with kittens. For anyone that doesn't own a dog, um, they, it, you can have the opportunity to have a couple of hours of dog-filled fun from doggy cuddles, which are extraordinarily lovely, mm-hmm. to playing fetch. I mean, what am I like every time we see a dog in the street? Oh, yeah, it's the same as when you see a baby. It's like, oh, dog, oh, baby, oh, oh. And I'm like, oh, no. How old is your dog? How old is your baby? Anyway, so another great thing, and I think this is actually a really good idea. Mm -hmm. If you want to get a dog, Mm -hmm. um, it says if you've been considering dog ownership, why not find out what it's really like with us before making that big commitment? Now, I think that is a good idea Mm -hmm. because as we both know as dog owners, it is a really big commitment. And you have to understand that they are you know, um, harder to farm out sometimes than a baby. Because, like, with a baby, you know, yeah. grandparents or uncles or aunties, everybody wants the baby. But yeah. a dog, it's, like, hairy, dirty. It'll, mm-hmm. Some of them have really funny little idiosyncrasies. Well, well, my, my dog walker has fallen over and broken her arm Yeah, what recently. do you say? It's tough, so right? I haven't, I haven't got anyone to walk the dog. It is horrific. Mm. Um, I'm having to cancel work and stuff and, like that. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, you work. Yeah. And... Um, it's just very hard to try and kind of mm. synchronise everything. Anyway, more things mm-hmm. that you can do. Okay. Um, at the golden retriever experience.com. Wow. Overcome <laughs> your fear of dogs. They're going to grab that as a soundbite and put it on their website. <laughs> you realise that. <laughs> um, golden retrievers are famous for being one of the most gentle and intelligent breeds. Mm. That's why we entrust them to resolve your fear of dogs within our specially controlled environment. Look at that picture. Pet bereavement. This one might slightly makes me cry, so I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you lost a pet or loved one recently or know someone who has? Many people are bereaving, who are bereaving, find it very therapeutic coming to the Golden Retriever experience because they're reminded of the joys of having had their pet and received the healing love and attention they've been missing. Ooh. Um, PTSD treatment and stress relief. Uh, yeah, I've heard. You can a totally l- understand l- I've that, heard can't lots you? Of good things about so we're that, based yes. in. Um, they're based in Exmoor National Park. Mm-hmm. So there's a ten minute walk to the beach. Oh, nice. Um, special occasions. I love this picture. So there's a family all sat round, mm-hmm. um, all with kind of drinks and everything, but with like seven golden retrievers. <laughs> one sitting on a chair, like. <laughs> Um, so it's a great way to spend your Valentine's Day, birthday, anniversary or any other special occasion um, for up to six hours of dog-filled fun in Quabalo. And then I love this one as well, learning social and behavioural difficulties. So people um, that maybe have um, kids or whatever with autism, Asperger's, other mm-hmm. associated conditions, um, we support special educational needs and disabilities. Very good. I think then, dogs yeah. are amazing for bridging the gap mm. in all those areas, mm. I think, aren't they? And acquired brain injury care. Oh, crikey. So yeah. to, to, to help heal and maybe mm-hmm. trigger um, those synapse neurons. Mm-hmm. Anyway, additional exercise um, expertise and accessibility. So basically for anybody, mm-hmm. this is a great experience for anybody. Dogs yeah. are healing. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic fun. Golden Retrievers mm-hmm. are just the soppiest, friendliest dog of all. So I would say they only accept advance bookings and they don't accept walk-ins because they want to ensure their dog's safety, which I of think course, is really yeah. lovely. Yeah. For groups of less than four, they're likely Good. to double up your session with another small group. Um, and it's the number one gift certificate in the world. Imagine getting a, a gift certificate for that. Yeah, so where is it? Sorry, a loving, did you say? Exmoor. Exmoor, okay, God. That's... Um... That's re- really good. I'm fascinated Isn't it by, a nice idea? by dogs, really. Yeah. You know, mainly because, you know, there's this idea that um, there's, there's lots of psychologists and psychotherapists that, that think that you're born empty of mm. instinct and all sorts of different things and that, that everything you experience, you learn from the point of being born. So mm. you could, you know, you learn, I guess, problems, eating disorders and, and problems with emotional well-being and mental health problems all get mm. developed from the moment you're born. That's yes. what some people think. Yes. And then what um, other people think yes. is that you're born with inherent behaviours. You mm. inherit these behaviours. So what do you think? Well, it, it seems to me from two or three of the books that I read, one of them was that Blueprint book by oh, yes. Rob Blomin, is that you're a, you're a mixture of both these things. Mm. You're not just born a blank that canvas and filled with stuff. Me. Makes complete sense mm. to me. But the evidence for that, for me personally, is when you watch the behaviour of dogs from different breeds, mm. is that 
dogs aren't just like socially constructed beings. They're born with inherent behaviors. Mm-hmm. And if they're a different breed, mm-hmm. they're born with different behaviors. Mm-hmm. And they don't learn them. They just mm. have them, you know. Mm. And I, I think it's... I would say that, like, um, there are some dogs. Because mm-hmm. um, dogs often get a bad rap for being aggressive. But I do feel like aggression is a learned behavior. Or it can be a def- um, defect yes, or in a dog. Yes, or you can train it out of a dog, I think. Even if it was born yes. in that way, you could essentially... If yeah, you I don't got them... think they're ever born with aggression. Because the, but people go, oh, well, Rottweilers or Pitbulls or whatever are an aggressive breed. But so some dogs would be born with an aggression towards other animals, like some dogs are... Oh, well, terriers will want to kill a cat. Will want to kill a cat. So, or a rabbit, because they like chasing things. Yes, I mean, yes. this little thing loves, ch- loves chasing yeah. things. So they, they must be born with aggression towards something, yes. and then that gets kind of bastardised yes. perhaps into other yes. things and can go towards people, but... I still think that when you... I'm watching this Jeremy Clarkson's farm thing. Oh, so am all I. These, well, so am I. He's in the lambs being born. It, it, and the, the relationship they have with the mothers mm. and how as soon as one of those lambs goes into the wrong pen mm. and the mother knows that that's not its lamb, mm. it starts to try and kill it virtually. Mm. And you think, well, where have you learned that? Mm. You know, nobody's seen it before. These lambs have never had... These sheep yeah, have never had lambs before. Yeah, but I mean, that would be like but... somebody taking my baby away and replacing it with another one and expecting me not to notice. Yes, but then you wouldn't uh, damage that baby, though, would you? You'd go, this one's not mine. You know, yeah. Somebody else. I mean, I realise the sheep can't mm. speak. But anyway, I think what's fascinating about dogs and looking at animals is a little window into the insight that we're born with some things already pre-installed within us. That's what I think, anyway. And it's not what I know Oh. She wants to come up here. She with does, us yes. And be part of she the basically podcast. wants um syrup. Wants you want syrup sponge pudding, don't yes, you, Monty? Um Did you love that golden retriever experience? Loved it. It's good, isn't and it? And I love a golden when I, retriever. When I found that on yeah. Instagram, I was so excited and mm. it's been so hard to not tell you. Really? Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Because I sometimes I really sit, like, oh. we've been out for dinner tonight and yeah. the conversation's been halted on several occasions. No, can't tell you anymore. Knowing that we were going to have this <laughs> podcast. And I always think, oh, is she being moody, being quiet? No, you don't. And then I think, You no. never think that. No, I that. never think that. I mean, I'm joking. You're but, so funny. But you know when you think, oh, yeah. I, I could tell her this, but I better yes. not. I'll save yes. it. It's too yes. good. I'm going to show you something Show now. me. All I'm right? so excited. I need to turn the lights down. Oh, Okay, so Michael is now walking to uh, the lights. Oh my god, I'm so excited! What is going on? Walk over, walk over there. In that yes, direction. I'm looking over there. Oh! Huh? Oh! Those are so nice. These are remote re- control. Remote control, flameless candles. I've seen flameless candles before, but I have never seen remote controlled. They're quite good. Can I tell you something? Yes. The reason why I've never bothered with remote control, I mean, yes. with can- flameless candles yes. before, is because I had loads. Oh, you've had them? I, I have. Oh, okay. It was such a ball ache turning them off and on. But, but. Oh, you've just turned them all off in one in one, go. one one button. They're on and off. They're amazing and dimmable. No, stop it! They right? go up and down. They go up and down, and you can That's put more amazing. of a kind of candle-like flicker on them. See how they do that? I'm wait, no, but wait. <laughs> no, let me just tell I'm you. I'm so excited. These have been bought yes. for you. Yes. By my mum. No. Yes, they came as a gift to you, and I stole the gift and hid it until I could present them to you on this podcast. Oh, my... Helen Mm -hmm. has completely excelled herself here. Because I love flameless candles. They give off such a warm, beautiful light. But they are such a ball ache to go and all turn turn them all off. So this is absolutely amazing. So it's a little infrared remote control. There's a few buttons on it. There's an on-off... There is a, a, a timer, so you can press two hours or four hours. <gasps> so they'll just turn themselves so off after four hours. So if you forget hours. when yep. you go to bed, which we will off. do. Uh, oh, there's a six hour and an eight hour as well. There's a candle function or there's just light where you just have them on constant. Or you can press this candle button and they flicker slightly like normal candles. Oh my God. And then they're dimmable and you can turn them up or turn them turn them down. But to can, can we find out where they're from? Well, I, I've just done some research. So you can buy these three. Like this, with the remote control, yeah. everything. Three candles, £20 on Amazon. Mm. Can I 
Can I just say, yeah. it's a very good present. <laughs> it's really good, isn't it? That is really... So... That is the, so useful because every single house in the world would look great with those in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No no doubt. My, I mean, I went to visit my mum, as you know, for a week or, or so recently. <laughs> she's got them all over her living room. But and then before she just... goes to bed at night, she presses a button, they all go off. And I'm like, wow, they're amazing. But yeah. I, also, it gives like, such a nice ambience and... Candles, as we know very well from this podcast, are extremely expensive. Yeah. And you don't want to have three smelly candles burning because you'd get conflicting smells. You get conflicting smells. So this is good. I mean... This is so good. It was literally wafted out of scent as well. There must be a flameless wafting incense (laughs) candle that's constantly wafting out jasmine or something, you know. A wafting Um, flameless candle. Well, we'll get on that. We'll get on to that. They probably There's a hole in the market. But um, these are really good, aren't they? I'm really glad that you... you I'm as excited about these candles as you were about golden retrievers. (laughs) This is rapidly becoming like, what can we surprise each other with each week? Ooh, they are so nice. Yeah, great. Been Helen Douglas, thank you very much. They're beautiful <sighs> the, and I hope you're okay. I'm sending you lots of love. The, what's going on with the dog? I don't know. She's very needy. You're a very weird dog. What is it? Is it because we're having this slightly false conversation? Maybe. You can tell. It's like... Or she wants... She looks like she wants the pudding. Have it. Look. Oh, she got... He got oh, God, he's... Got, have cream pudding. all over yourself. Look at that. It looks like a sort of erotic. <laughs> Look at her. She's Is too that... scared to get it. Go on then. Try the thing. See what you think. Hmm? I'd just like to sort of tell you guys that there is a, the most minute amount of pudding on that because we do appreciate that it's not great for dogs to eat. They don't eat, shouldn't eat dairy, should they eat dairy dogs? Um... I'm more worried about the amount of sugar there is in that, but okay. I don't I don't think she's going to eat it. She's too scared. She's too scared. She's weirdly scared of food. Okay, so um, I would like to talk to you about uh, my toothbrush, um, which we, we have <laughs> laughed about together because my toothbrush really shames me. Doesn't it? It judges you. It judges me yeah. on a daily basis, yeah. and I just go back every day for more... And basically, um, I'm You're just... You're hell-bent on trying to please it. All the time. Mm. Okay. Because you're going to freak out about this. So this is... This is... Can you hear the noise? <laughs> the dog is <laughs> lapping up the cream. <laughs> you all right there? She does oh, not like she's... syrup sponge pudding. But she really but likes, she likes a bit cream. of cream. There's a tiny bit. I assume she's all right. She's... Hopefully there'll be no toilet trouble. Do you want to say thanks for that? Look at a little white beard. Mm, Covering cream. Okay. Okay. Fire away. So, this is the um, Oral-B I.O., which I think is... They've trademarked the I.O. I think it's kind of a nod to AI. Okay, yes. They've got a bit of AI in here. It's the ultimate clean electric toothbrush. I am... I had the same toothbrush for 15 years. And... Um, I thought I would... Ups- Are you obsessed with her? Oh, is she eating it now? She's going for it now. <laughs> She's like, God, this is good. Sorry. Sorry, we won't look at you anymore, yeah, Ronnie. I'm, I might have to put <clears> it in the kitchen. <throat> Go on then, you can have one more lick. So, this toothbrush is the toothbrush to end all toothbrushes. Mm-hmm. And basically what it does is it <clears throat> tells you if you're brushing your teeth too hard with a light. Yep. It tells you that you need to brush your teeth for um, two minutes. It uses AI to kind of sort out the pressure and make sure that you get in all the nooks and crannies and kind of contours around your mouth. You can have a tailor-made brush for you, like mm-hmm. with the hardness and bristles and all of that kind of I stuff. I like a hard brush. And if you don't mm-hmm. brush your teeth for two minutes, it has a selection of faces. Okay. And if you brush your teeth for 30 seconds, every 30 seconds there's a little bzzz, mm-hmm. like to say, an extra... move on to the next quarter or something. And to tell you that you're a quarter of the way through... But if you stop brushing your teeth, like the other day I stopped brushing my teeth at a minute, it literally gave me a sad face. I've seen it, you've shown me a sad face. And, and you do not like it, do no, you? No, and then if, if you do 1 minute 45, it gives you a sort of, mm. like, even worse than sad face, it gives you a disappointed face. 
And I find disappointment like worse yes, than sort of abject anger. Yeah. You know, I, I really hate it. But when I do my two minutes, mm. it gives me a smiley face, but not just a smiley face. The eyes are stars. Yes. Okay. I've never seen starry mm. eyes. And it really makes me feel good. Mm. Do you know what's quite funny, Michael? Mm-hmm. Is that I think the eyes on the toothbrush are always stars, but you need glasses. Oh, I do need because glasses. Because I never wear my glasses when I brush my teeth. No. And I only noticed the stars today when I put my glasses on. Oh, really? Yes. So you think they're always stars? Yes. Even when it's sad, do you think they're stars? No, 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 no. Oh, but okay. Only when they're happy. happy. But I mean, I would say I virtually never, ever brushed my teeth for two minutes until I got this toothbrush. Yes, I've got to say, first of all, you've got lovely teeth. Thank you. They're very clean and sparkly. Thank you. And you always smell very fresh. Thank you. But I was was amazed at how quickly you were brushing your teeth. And I used to think, she brushed her teeth. And mm. It was really quite fast. Mm. And now I do mm. notice you're brushing them uh, quite a bit longer. Quite a bit longer. Yeah. And I feel like I have noticed a difference. In your teeth? Like yeah, it, just, I, just feel, feel I just and, feel really fresh. Oh, and good. I think that they are really benefiting from it. But it is and motivated say, by the desire for a happy face. Is that yes, what you're saying? Yes, it, okay. it totally is. Okay. And it's inspired me. But can I just say mm-hmm. that the price... yes. Toothbrushes are ludicrously expensive. This toothbrush, it's also got a really, really attractive charger. Okay. The charger's nice. Well, it sits. You know, it used to sort of insert itself. The charger would insert itself in your toothbrush. It doesn't do that anymore. It kind of sits on. It's like wireless charging. It's it's wireless charging, but yes, it's wireless charging. Mm -hmm. And it just looks nice. I'm just trying to justify the price tag. (laughs) Okay, before you hit us with it. Yeah. Okay. Guess. Um, I would say £189. More. Over £200. Mm-hmm. It's not over £300, though, no. is it? Okay. I thought it was like a Dyson toothbrush for no. a minute there. No. Okay, so what, like two two seven nine? Two twenty. Two twenty. Blinking. I know. But when you think about it, an electric toothbrush is not something that you would buy. I mean, bearing in mind I had my last one for... Yes, you've had it for, for a long time. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. years and years you're and right, years. You're right that I will keep this brush forever. Mm-hmm. And it has made a difference to my oral hygiene, which mm-hmm. is really important. Our teeth are also indicators of our general health. You know, if you have gum disease, it can indicate that you might have heart problems. Heart problems. Like that, exactly. Yeah. So I do think that it is um, an investment worth making, but it, I do know that that is steep. I appreciate that that is a ridiculous amount of money to pay for it. <laughs> but, like, if you think about how many toothbrushes you guys go through yes we go through too many really i buy these uh, packs of four from wilco's it's like two pounds for four toothbrushes and then me and the kids have got a toothbrush each and then there's one spare in case somebody drops theirs down the toilet or whatever yeah but i believe they're not easily recyclable um and there's a lot of campaigning to kind of get rid of these kind of toothbrushes because i don't think i think they end up in landfill most of the time so there's loads of reasons for why you should have an electric toothbrush. Uh, some of them are hygienic, but other of them are environmental, I would have thought. And I wonder if um, they do a kind of where you can buy it monthly. Oh, what? I mean, I'm pretty oh, sure Klarna, yes. you know, or yeah. whatever they're called, where you can do pay for something in instalments. Oh, I don't want to do it too much. but Buy it on PayPal, I think. Mm. You, you get a 0% credit on PayPal mm. for two years or something like that. Um, you just don't want to do that too much. No, 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 of course. We're not encouraging people. Uh, it's quite funny because somebody in the in the, the shout-outs and we'll do later is, was asking how my Bitcoin's doing. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to telling you all about that. Uh, what a brilliant recommendation that was. So, yeah, that's quite funny. Both of us very much value our teeth in a really serious way. Mm. I mean, teeth are everything. Well, like you always say to people when they say, oh, I'm, I'm losing my hair or... Yeah. Um, and especially, you will say, if you, if you are losing your hair, then the best thing you can do is get your teeth done, which yeah. I think is such a great piece of advice because I really notice people's teeth. I mean, when somebody smiles at you and mm. they've got great teeth, you just mm. go, wow, look at mm. that. And it just fills you with joy yeah. in some way, doesn't it? And they become very sort of attractive, I think, nice to... Mm. And conversely, um, you know, somebody who doesn't look after their teeth or mm-hmm. might be embarrassed about showing their teeth... Mm. You know, sometimes, so they never really want to properly smile. No, no, we did an really amazing this time next year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember him. He was I do? such a lovely guy and he was so self-conscious mm-hmm. of his teeth 
and he went away and he had all new implants, um, implants yeah. put in. And when he came out and he was smiling, he looked gorgeous. It's amazing, isn't it? It really was. Have you seen that uh, TikTok doing the round of the girls, the girl without any teeth at the beginning? Oh. And then she turns into what looks like Stacey Solomon. I mean, she I, was I really don't know sad. anything about it. Somebody sent me it I and think I was like, was, wow, um, what an amazing transformation. Yeah, it was that were a very sad story. Oh, was it? And um, they they gave her new, brand new teeth and she looked so beautiful oh, at the end of it. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah, mm. I looked at a completely different person. Um, well, good for you for uh, keeping on top of your uh, dental hygiene. Mm-hmm. I Even if it did cost a fortune. I haven't been to the dentist since the lockdown. Okay, well, you need to, yeah, you need to sort that out. And also, I would like to say, Mm -hmm. Michael Douglas, you need to go to the optician. When was the last time you went to the optician? I have never been to an optician. I mean, do you know why you need to go to the optician? And this is to all our listeners, Mm -hmm. all of you Mm -hmm. need to go to the optician regularly. Well, once, once a year or once every two years, because they can see if you've got high cholesterol. They can see any changes at the back of your eye, mm-hmm. any kind of cancers in your eye, mm-hmm. behind your eye, or in your brain. Not, I mean, they really can see. <laughs> There's so many reasons not to go. <laughs> no, but these are really important things. I, I know, know somebody I know. who had eye cancer diagnosed mm. from going to the optician. Okay. And they would never have known. Well, the two things that I'm going to try and do in this summer. One is go to the hygienist and the dentist to get a good all-round mm. checkup. Mm-hmm. The other one is go and get an eye test. Okay, good. I might get a hearing test as well. What? Huh? <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. I mean... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So I bought a book this week. Jolie asked me to take him to the bookshop. Yes. So I did. I mean... What did he buy? He's in love with these kind of Japanese Anime. graphic novels at yeah. the moment. Yeah. Um, and my feeling is that I'll always buy my kids a book. Yes. Because he said, course, he said yeah. oh, I really want a book, but I haven't got any money. It's like, yeah, you no never, worries. You never yeah, need yeah. to ask. If you so want right. a book, I'll buy you one. You so know. right. So we had a mooch around Waterstones, which I just love bookshops, mm. you know. So it was great to have a mooch around. And then I stumbled across this uh, book by James O'Brien. Mm-hmm. My dad's a big fan of James O'Brien, and he is an LBC talk show, was it talk radio mm-hmm. host. And he's really bloody good. I mean, he's one of the best that you mm-hmm. can see. If you like talk radio, you, you like listening to kind of political debate or, you know, talking about what's going on in the news and mm-hmm. uh, anything topical. And he's very, very good at that. And then he deals with callers and then does interviews. And he gets all the big politicians on and all the big kind of statesmen and all the rest of it. And then he fields calls and one thing or another. But He's very, very articulate, really interesting mind on him. It's very difficult to pinpoint where he sits politically, I think. You know, it's an easy assumption to make that anybody in the media sits on the left. Mm. But it doesn't necessarily feel like he sits on the left or sits on the right. He seems to sit bang in the middle. Yeah, kind of commentator. You don't want to have anybody biased in anything because you want to get a properly rounded view of everything. Yes, and you want someone to facilitate that. Mm. I think one of the problems I've always had with Piers Morgan is you can't Piers Morgan down politically. I can't Mm. work out where he sits on anything. Do you want that then? Are you saying that's slightly contradicting what you just said? Yes, it does contradict what I just said. But I was just thinking about what what, the other day when I I was talking to somebody about Piers Morgan and I was thinking, what is it about him? And it's the problem is he seems so shifty because he shifts from the left to the right all the time, depending on when the argument is. He sits on one side or the other, opposing whoever is in front of him. 
And James O'Brien doesn't I tend think... to do that. I think he tends to facilitate a little bit better, a bit more like mm. Jeremy Vine or someone like that. I don't know. Do you know but what? It... I, can I just say yes. something about Piers Morgan? Yes. Because um, I'm not sure that that's how I've, I feel about him, but okay. I feel that he he just went a bit shouty on GMB. GMB, yes. It just didn't like mm. let people speak, and I used to get frustrated because I used to think, hang on, I just want to hear back from yeah, that yeah. person. Let let the person reply. So mm. that's that's what grated on me. I just thought, oh, I just want I want to hear the other mm. person. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what I like about um. Uh, this guy is, is mm. I guess, he, he's got a really interesting brain. He's been doing this for years and he's arguably one of the best at it. Anyway, he's written a book called How Not to Be Wrong and it's called The Art of Changing Your Mind. And he previously um, wrote How to Be Right. Yes, he did, yes. I mean, I'll just read a little bit of blurb here. So it says, James O'Brien's built over a well over a million loyal listeners to his radio show by dissecting the opinions of callers live on air every day. But in this deeply personal book, he reveals what he has changed his own mind about and why, laying open his views on everything from oh. racial prejudice to emotional vulnerability, from fat shaming to tattoos. This is an unflinchingly honest Rip, riposte. Riposte, thank you, uh, to a world more divided than ever and a personal manifesto for a better way of thinking and living. Because after all, if we can't change our own minds, yes. we'll never really be able to change anyone else's. Yes! Um, I mean, this is something... Yeah. I always think it's quite funny when people pull you up and go, well, you said, mm. blah, blah, and you, you go, well, I changed my mind. And people are like, oh, and you think, oh, of course... I'm you gonna... hypocrite. Yes! <laughs> it's like, what? I learned something. You change your mind whenever yeah. you want. If you learn something... Change your mind. Yeah, it's um, it's really good. So I'm only like a th- the first third of the way through it, but um, but it's a fantastic uh, uh, and it it's written almost around now. So there's a bit of the COVID stuff in there. Mm. There's a lot of politics in there with the, the Corbyn stuff and the Boris Johnson stuff. Brexit's mm. in there as well because mm. I think he came across all sorts of things over the last few years. Whereas this idea that we're in this huge kind of pressure cooker at the moment, mm. and most people are. Well, it's not fair to say most people, but a lot of people are interested in saving face more than they are in in seeking the truth. Mm. And I think what he's saying in this book really is that he's been guilty of that, actually just desperate to win the argument Mm. by forming an opinion that he's only had for five minutes, but refusing to back down from it. Mm. And due to things like pride and shame and all the rest of it, you, you, you can't bring yourself to say I was wrong. But this is a book about saying, oh, no, no, you're a much better person or a much stronger person if you have the capacity to say, oh, yeah, sorry, I didn't realise that. Mm. You're absolutely right and I was wrong. And then to think that that doesn't have to have any impact on any other things or thoughts that you've had. Like, you don't have to then think, oh, so everything I know is wrong. It's just this one point that you thought was wrong. You don't have to... It doesn't have to infect everything else that's in your being, you know. As it's spoken to something in you. Yes, I mean, I've... I, I've changed my mind about lots of things a lot over the last three years. Stuff that I was absolutely dead sure about that I now think completely differently about. Mm. And then there's lots of discussions that I've had recently where I've said, oh, I never really thought about that, actually. Mm. I think you might be right there. And then I've gone away and done a and bit of reading and then not... thought, wow, I don't think what I used to think anymore. Mm. I really think this. Would you not have done that three years ago, four years ago? Like, is this new behaviour for you? Yes, I would think it's quite mm. new behaviour. Mm. And I'm almost happy to, to, to find that I'm wrong because mm. it really means you've learned something. And that's mm. the whole idea. Like, I feel like I've been on a quest for the last four years or so to try and mm. feel like a better, more rounded human being, especially I, as I approach 50. Mm, I think I am, um, having done 50 and got past it, mm. and, I mean, I know you probably think I'm quite opinionated now. Mm-hmm. But I'm a lot less mm-hmm. um, hard-nosed with my opinions yes. than I used to be. And I wonder if that comes with age, though, or... Or, well, I, or I just wonder learned. if it's us, like, meeting each other properly mm-hmm. and getting to know each other a bit better. Mm-hmm. Whether you've helped me with that, or whether it is age and you, or mm-hmm. whether it's... Well, we've definitely helped each other because... I think it's possibly meeting other really opinionated people Mm -hmm. and seeing a little bit of myself in them. Yes. And thinking, I don't really like it. No, I don't want to be that person anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, But the other thing that's interesting here is that he talks quite a bit about how 
feelings have really taken over. Like empathy is far more important than yes. truth and facts. Mm. So a lot of things aren't being discussed because too many people are being hurt mm. by by the things mm. being discussed. So they're not being discussed properly. And I think that's a real big problem mm. that's grown and grown over the last four or five years is mm. it's very difficult to have a discussion about race mm. or gender or any of these things. One, without offending a lot of people. Even if you're having a talk about it, yeah. it's not like you're giving an opinion. Mm. Even if you bring it up, you are really yeah. opening yourself up to just mm-hmm. get cancelled. Oh, yeah. You know, and, so and it's a very so it's a funny it, time. If you're interested in that as a subject, all of that, getting cancelled uh, mm. and debating, um, I guess, contentious issues and then being able to feel that you could move from one side of the debate to the other. Mm. I think it's a really good book. I'm absolutely oh, gripped by it. Oh, well, can I borrow it after you? Uh, yes, definitely. Thank you. So it's called How Not To Be Wrong, The Art Of Changing Your Mind by James O'Brien, and I would highly recommend it. And um, from a really very serious note, mm. I would like to um, seamlessly segue into bog roll. Oh, brilliant, because I've got some opinions on toilet roll. Yeah. Yeah. So what sort of loo roll do you like? <laughs> Cheap. Okay. I don't mind really. Um, I buy different every time. What I tend to How do is much look, does it cost? look at the deal. Three pound fifty for nine rolls is a mm-hmm. good a good price for me. Mm-hmm. I sometimes go to Costco and buy like an enormous amount. So of you store want them in the just shed. cheap? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to spend a lot of money. I mean, you know, I know what I do with it. Mm. You know, it doesn't need to be luxurious by mm. any stretch. Mm. Okay. Do, so, well, I'll tell you something interesting. This is, is that, expensive. I, I worked again. I had a contract with Procter and Gamble for a while, mm. and they they make a massive toilet roll. I can't remember who, but one of the big toilet rolls is made by Procter and Gamble. Yes. So one of the marketeers I worked with on hair had previously worked on toilet rolls. Yes. And they did these huge questionnaires all throughout the world about whether people are scrunchers or folders of toilet paper. Oh my god! And then how many sheets they actually use each time they oh look the toilet. Like there is data on all sorts of ways of wiping yourself that these companies have to try and work out how to make, you know, the best marketing campaigns or the best toilet paper and how it's used. Well, we don't need any of that because we've got Mm -hmm. my mum, Gabby, who tirelessly Mm -hmm. scours the internet for the best of the the best. best. (laughs) Um, But in terms of what I love about her is as she's got older, she has gone very, very um, climate friendly, planet friendly you know Mm -hmm. she just wants to um make sure that she's making as little impact um as possible on the world and she found this company and i'm obsessed with the name Mm -hmm. of it and it's called bamboo (laughs) brilliant yeah so it's bamboo.eco yep great and bamboo wisdom in every wipe i mean it, it, it just gives that's a good right line. yes wisdom in every wipe and basically um what it does is it is 100 percent bamboo it's um tree free toilet tissue or as mm-hmm. i like to call it tree free bog roll yeah and it's um sustainable Great. It's, it's pretty luxury. Mm-hmm. It's so soft. Oh, is it? Yeah, I've tried Have it. Have you tried it? Yeah, like with my mum. And I know, it's amazing. And what is really clever is you can also... Uh, the wrapper is made of paper. Okay. You can buy it wrapper-free. Okay. So it's even less packaging. Yes. Um, but it's expensive. So luxury bamboo toilet tissue, 48 extra long rolls, oh, 40 quid. 48. So that's um, a tenner for... Oh, is it tenner for nine? No, for, for 12. Oh, that's not too bad then, I suppose, if it's really good quality. and Yeah, it's not a huge amount more. No, you're right, it's double the and price, really, but there there's is, lots of benefits. Hang on, there is no... 4.9 out of 5, I saw that. Afro- Gold Trusted Service Award from FIFO. Great. Um, 48 extra long rolls, wrapper-free, oh. £38. Oh, well, that's better, and you save yourself two quid with no yep. paper, great. Yep. And... Um, you can get a subscribe, which I love this idea of subscribing ah. to Lou Roll because Lou Roll is something that you do use kind of the same amount all the time. You do, and you will need it forever. Forever. And there's nothing worse than running out. There is nothing worse than running out. Oh. Now, this is going to make you happy. Yeah. Um, there's, they do a thing called buy one, plant one. 
mm-hmm. and there's a tree planted oh, for, for every, every box. box that you buy, which I think, again, is mm-hmm. a really, it just kind of makes you feel good about the product. Um, it's plastic-free, um, happiness guarantee, which I love. You will be happy if you use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, we'll guarantee your happiness. And you can join the Bamboo community. I'm not quite sure like what the Bamboo community would do together. No, well, they could discuss various itches or chafing. Yeah, no, or... let's not join yeah. that community. Okay. That's one no, Facebook no. group I'm not going to be joining, but I really like the company. Yes. Um, Bamboo. Good work. Bamboo um, and a great name. I am... This is what I'm going to be buying from now. Okay, is it? Yes, I'm t- I'm changing. Okay, so ladies and gents, the, the listeners first. or friends, I'd like to call friends, uh, the, friends, the friends of the show. I will give a, a run-up review of uh, Bamboo um, once yeah. I've uh, once yeah. I've had a go on it. Isn't it funny that you had to use the word runs? Yes, funny, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I do feel like subconsciously you yes, start you talking about something stuff. and you yeah. connect things, yeah. and I'm going to give it a run-up. I mean, yeah. what is that? I know. I was expecting the price to be a ten bob bit, but um, it's pretty good, wasn't it? You like that? Bamboo, right? Um, From now on, next week you can review it. Yep. Okay, and one last quick one before we finish. We had a few people uh, message us this. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Recommend it as, which is a three-part drama on the iPlayer called Time. Oh with, yes. With um, Sean Bean and Stephen Graham. Which I have just recently, since you've told me yes. that you've watched it, yes. I've been reading reviews mm-hmm. and it has had five star reviews it has. in all the major newspapers from all the critics. I was and so, you were a little bit... I was slightly critical of it. I would critical, recommend it because yeah. it's. I think it was a Jimmy McGovern that's written it, who's a legend yes. really yes. in, in uh, writing TV drama, for the BBC particularly, and Stephen Graham's superb and And sean bean is utterly brilliant and the acting in it is fantastic and the story is great but it it does meander around a little bit i I was trying to work out what it was as a as a drama and it was neither one thing nor the other Mm. but that isn't really a criticism of it it's just an observation of it really because one he's an alcoholic and he's gone to prison i won't tell you why but you'd think it might be about his alcoholism, but it doesn't seem to be much about that. And then it's a bit about prison and what goes on in prison, but only a bit about that. And then you've got the Stephen Graham character who's a screw or what do they call him? A, a guard, prison guard. Isn't it a screw? I think they call them a screw. I think you do. When I watched Prisoner Cell Block H, they were they were it, all called I'll screws. Think you're right. um, you went really the, northern. I, um <laughs> So and it, it was a bit about him as well, but it was it wasn't about anything in particular other than the overarching story. Which is good. Me and my mum watched it in one night, all three episodes, and I did cry at the end of it. There's a really good bit at the end where someone has to do a talk and tell them about their experiences. And I remember thinking, wow, this is a really well-written piece Mm. at the end. And despite it being meandering for me, it came together brilliantly. And I I would highly recommend it. Yeah. Do you think um, it took away from it the fact that you watched it all in one go? You know, sometimes you can yes. slightly miss things. If you're watching something for three hours, yeah. you the second hour or the third hour, you get a bit like, oh. I totally agree. And I think also watching it with somebody can have an impact on your feelings on it because I was a bit unsure whether my mum wanted to watch all three in one go because mm. she said, oh, let's watch another one. And I thought, do you want to watch another one or not? And then I was sat there thinking, maybe my mum doesn't want to watch this. So, like, yeah, I think all of those things play into it. So yes. it's far better to watch one a night, I reckon, mm. probably. And then, you know, you're all kind of refreshed and had a chance to dissect. And di- you're really dissect. looking forward yes, yes. to the next one. Mm. But it's on I'm the I'm going to give that a go. An hour each episode. And it's, it's you know, faultless in many ways. And my dad watched it and then a few other people I've seen watched it. And all of them went, wow, yeah. wasn't it brilliant? I mean, your, your dad so loved it, I, I am a, didn't he? I, I'm a tough audience myself. Mm. But that's do, a good thing. Yeah, should we do a few shout-outs? Let's. I've set some aside. Are you burping there? I was happy, a bit, yes. I am, yeah. Um, so this was, uh, Louise Hobley said, uh, please watch Time with Stephen Graham and Sean Breen. It's bloody brilliant. So yes, uh, Louise, we um, we have just talked about that. Oh, this was quite nice. This came through today from Jules. And Jules is called Jules underscore Jukebox. And she says, I love your podcast. It's like a hot cup of tea for the soul. <laughs> Given the nature of its format, I absolutely won't be offended if you if I don't make the cut. But um, she's plugging her Instagram page. She's a street photographer based in Manchester in an area of... Can I just say one thing? Yeah. 
Um, her Instagram page is actually Julesa. Oh, yes. So it's Jules A, J-U-L-E-S-A underscore jukebox. Uh, and she said, uh, in an area of social media where uh, toxic content can sadly be a plenty, I thought your listeners might enjoy the gentleness of everyday life captured through my photos. Like your podcast, I see my page as a curious and gentle corner, uh, documenting uh, the beauty of everyday with oh, the people yeah, within it. Agree. So yes, great. Um, it says, please never split up. I couldn't bear it. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we'll see, That's... Jules. That's, um, we're not planning on that no, anytime soon. She was showing me wedding dresses before I was thinking, oh. I, can we just immediately put pay to that? Yeah. Because that will turn into something. Yes, okay, yes. I was context. showing you wedding dresses on a site that I was going to talk about tonight. Yes. But it was to say how cheap they are and wouldn't we be good to talk about them not for me. Yes, I know. You made a joke of it at the time. I, I was I just being uh, No, no, humorous. I know, but they didn't hear the other conversation. Yes, you're, you're and I'll right. get into you're deep right. trouble. Somebody yeah, will pick yeah. that up and go, yeah. oh. So uh, newspapers, don't write that. Don't write that. Yeah, it's not a point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Francis Bonaf... Oh, oh my God, I'm going to like this one. I've just... Bon- Francis Boniface. I... Oh, what a nice name. And her Boniface. page is called Fusulation. 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 Uh, hey, you two, it's me again. Just listening to you discussing recreating your Wagamama favourites, have you tried the Blue Dragon's Pad Thai Noodle Kit? So Blue Dragon is really good. Mm. And I haven't tried the Pad Thai Noodle Kit. It says everyone I've recommended this to has stockpiled it. Wow. It's often difficult to find in the supermarket, but well worth tracking down. It's really authentic and even provides a packet of crushed nuts for a finishing wow. touch. None of their other meal kits are particularly impressive, she says, but this must be tried. Let me know what oh you God, think. We've got to do that. That's her cupboard in her, I want ki- that. In her kitchen. I thought it was a supermarket supermarket shelf. A supermarket shelf. A supermarket shelf. <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, Francis. Um, Little Moons, oh, right? what? Yeah, so hang on a second. Yes. So, first of all, what? loads of people message us to say where Little Moons are. They're in yes. Asda, they're in Morrison's. Yes, like, but we gone can't crazy. get them anywhere. No. But look at this, right? Little what? Moons, it says, how do you guys feel about some new Little Moons mochi ice cream flavours? What if we told you one of them was fish and chips flavour? No. I agree. I just what? want coconut. Just want them Little Moon's coconut. That's all what? I want. I know, fish and chips flavour. Maybe we should get Tilly some and then no. mix them up and put them in the wrong box. No. And she'll go, oh, look at this. No. Whoa. No. Um, thanks she for that. Be, she is my Little Moon's. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like she will turn into a Little um, Moon. Now, I like these. Rachel Handel said, just made an amazing discovery. My protein flavour drops... Just one drops add amazing sugar and calorie-free flavour to anything. Just add two drops to a hazelnut coffee and it was super delicious. So it's myprotein.com, which is a sports nutrition place, and they make these flavour drops. And the drops just go into like a protein shake or something mm. like that. I hate protein shakes. Mm. Like, I want them because I want the protein. Oh, but and they don't the taste nice. But they nice. taste awful. So this is Isn't a pipette weird? and you so... just drop in two drops. But they've got, they've got like tonnes of flavours. This makes me think of... Go on. Skin... Lux or oh tan, yes, tan, tan lux. It's you and you were you talking pimp. about hair color, yeah. pimping whatever you've got. Pimp your products. Pimp your products. So look at the flavors though: you apple, banana, blueberry, butter biscuit, cheesecake, cherry, chocolate. I don't chocolate, trust any of these things. Yeah, well, I mean, I might give that a whirl because I've got lots of these I mean, protein shakes it. I don't like uh, the taste of, and I thought, God, that's quite good. So thanks, Rachel Handel. I am going to check I'm that gonna out. I'm going to bring out a protein shake. That's uh, are you? Yeah, for you. Do you know what I would like? Yes, protein lager. I'd like to go to the gym and then go to the pub with me mate and drink a lager that's got like 20 grams of protein in it <laughs> and then have a bag of crisps. Um, I'm just looking at you thinking, where's this going? Like, what? Uh, now, this, okay. is, this is a big one, but okay. uh, sorry, it's, I've pivoted the, uh, the thing. That it's here. Yeah. So it says here, hey, big fan here. I listen to every podcast since the start. I hate it when you take a break. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just wondering oh, if you've heard really of, sweet. of post-crossing. Heard no, of this? no. A work colleague pre-COVID told me about it as she heard it on Radio 4. She started doing it and I soon followed suit. I dip in and out, but it is lovely to connect with people all over the world to send something nice to someone and received handwritten notes back through the door, especially during the lockdowns. I've had cards from care homes, etc., um, from uh, staff wanting to connect residents with the outside world. I've started doing it on behalf of my mostly housebound mum so that she can receive surprise cards from around the world. 
There is also an Instagram uh, page called From Me To You, which is where people donate letters to others going through cancer treatment. Just thought it's something wholesome in our very digital times, uh, at times disconnected world. Love the podcast. Wait, So wait. Uh, yeah. Go, so, go on. I, well, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I. What? It's, a, it's like pen pals all around the world with people but, who are lonely so, or in care homes. How or, do we find post-crossing? Well, I assume it says the Instagram page is called From Me To You. But is that... I haven't done any research on this. I've just read this out from 20 little foot 20. I'm looking it up now. Yeah. I love this idea. So it's called... Postcrossing.com. It's a project that allows you to send postcards and receive postcards back from random people. This is... It's uh, great, right? Oh, 20 little foot 20. Yeah. This is absolutely amazing. So what you want to do is you want to go to postcrossing.com. This is so... Yeah, it's making brilliant, the right? cut. Yes. Um, so it's a project that allows you to send postcards and receive postcards. That's real postcards, not electronic. So how does it work? Request an address and a postcard ID. Mail a postcard to that address. Receive a postcard from another postcrosser. Register the postcard ID that you've received, and go to number one to receive more postcards. And look what's happening now. Oh, these so, are all live coming um, in received a postcard from Zach. Gerda RD uh, got a postcard from there. Michelle Lynn received a postcard from Quick yes. Q. Um, Philippe H sent a postcard to Finland. I mean, this oh. is amazing all over the world. Should we, send, we should send someone a postcard. Let's send someone a postcard. We are going to register. Thank you, 20 little foot 20. And That's from really me good, to you really on Instagram. Um, I think it might be a separate a, a separate kind of business mm-hmm. from me to you. Oh, okay. But it is a similar yeah. a similar thing. I'm going to look it up now. Uh, a good recommendation for Radio 4 there as well. There's loads of great stuff on Radio 4. Yeah. Not enough people listen to it. Yeah. Uh, from me to you, letters. Uh, okay. Um, so basically, this is um, write a letter to a friend or family member with cancer or donate a letter to a stranger in hospital. Aww. So go and follow them from me to you, letters. Um, it's a really nice idea, actually, and this is specifically for people suffering yeah. with cancer. Um, and Jane Schofield finally says, hello, you lovely people. She did ask this back in May. Uh, I hope you're having a great week. Michael, can you do an update on your Bitcoin investment? I was really interested in what you did, but always sceptical of investing in something I don't understand. Uh, how's it doing? Thanks for the great podcast. Um, by the way, she said, love it, but it cost me a fortune. Yeah. So forget, forget Bitcoin. <laughs> forget Bitcoin. Our, our uh, so, podcast is ruining people. Uh, the Bitcoin thing has totally crashed. It's wiped out. So Bitcoin went up to 47,000 a coin and it's dropped to 19,000 a coin. So you can imagine that's more than half. I very weirdly took my Bitcoin and invested in something called Superfarm. I put in £5,000 in Superfarm and I looked today and it's worth £490 at the moment. So it has completely bombed out. Now, I read a little article about why this had really happened because a lot of people think it's just when Elon Musk says something or Jeff Bezos says something. But actually, something happened in America where some hackers hacked into the energy system in North America. Oh, yes. I've heard about that. And they held the energy company to ransom. To ransom, yes. uh, For For a billion. billion. I think it's only like 10 million Bitcoin. But you you, you read it up. Um, it was 10 million in Bitcoin and then they paid it just so they could get the energy back on for like millions of homes across America. But then the FBI managed to get the Bitcoin back and all of a sudden it under, undermined what Bitcoin was all about. Like you can't hack Bitcoin, it's impossible. So when the FBI did this, everybody bottled out of Bitcoin all of a sudden. There's a correlation between what happened there and the value of Bitcoin. Anyway, so I am basically sitting on it. Everybody just tells me, sit and wait, and it will fully recover. But, Jane Schofield... Um, but will you have anything left? Well, if it goes down to nothing, I guess... I don't know what happens to Superfarm. I know, it goes bust. something else. Um, but, you know, I'm studying the graph about once a week, just to have a little look what's happening. It went back up to £1,200 last week, but it's dropped down to 400 today. So, Jane... Yeah. Don't invest yet. Don't do it. Or... Does she invest now when it's very, very well, low? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I mean, Bitcoin. How low can it go? I mean, I don't know, but if you bought Bitcoin now at nineteen thousand and it went back to where it was, you would double your money, no problem. You'd tr- you'd more than double your money. But Jane, don't don't get carried away. Yeah. Okay. But there you go. Well, I be, mean, be be sensible. Know that it's got to be money that you don't care. Yes, that you don't care about. Goodbye to. Yeah. 
and um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm really you might hoping like to not I would really, like, I would really like my money back. But I'll keep you posted on, on how it goes over the next few weeks. Um, oh, we love you. Yeah, thanks very much, everybody, I've for loved doing joining in this. and listening. And um, yeah, it's been nice. Thank it's been you nice for to listening. do it here. Yeah, do like the candles? Look at them flickering away. I there, love huh? the candles. Pretty, I'm really excited about the pad tie kit. I'm really excited about post crossing. I'm really excited about you bambooing your bum. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm good. I'm just a golden retriever experiencing. We've it was a good one today. Yeah, it was a good one, wasn't it? It was yeah. a good one. Okay. Um, see you soon, everybody. Okay. Bye. bye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.